0: Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network.
3: 20 percent skill, 15% concentrated power Well, six final
4: hour here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. They are uh, making a birthday presentation to David Basil, which is going to take about 15 minutes or so. So we're going to get right into our entertainment birthdays right now, and then we'll join uh, the guys inside and hear from Butch Jones, the head coach at um, Arkansas State.
5: You want me to tell everybody real quick?
4: If you are uh, insist upon it, yes, go ahead.
5: Arkansas, Mississippi State will kick off at 11 o'clock a week from Saturday.
4: ESPN. Oh, goody. Mm-hmm. should be fun. I guess. All right, let's get to
0: it. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell & Sward Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell & Sward's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street.
4: The questions of the day today uh, involve streaming and football. Who is the best team in the NFL right now? Uh, I'm assuming, Christian, that San Francisco is leading the way.
6: Yeah, let me pull it up real quick.
4: And also, the question all uh, is the other question today is who do you use for streaming primarily, or what is your most, I guess, common streaming
6: source? So, uh, yep. in our first question today, who is the best team in the NFL? You got 49ers, Eagles, Dolphins, Chiefs. 49ers dominating 77%, Eagles getting second place at 12%. Which okay. streaming service do you use the most? I expected Netflix to win, and it is fifty-four percent. Hulu is second at twenty-one percent.
4: Hmm. Well, according to uh, this national um, streaming report that I found, it's actually Max that's number one, and Netflix has slipped to number four. So, kind of surprised. That's what led to our question of the day today. But I'm with you. I, I would have expected Netflix all the way around. So, anyway, uh, Crocs are known for their bold and creative designs, according to this story. And the Colorado-based company is unveiling a new version. They are the Crocs Classic Cowboy Boots to celebrate Croctober on October 23rd. The black-and-white boot features a high-shine embroidered texture with a Western-inspired stitching complemented by metallic gibbets charms and a first-of-its-kind spinnable spur charm on the backstrap of the shoe as the crocodile mascot is displayed with his own cowboy hat.
6: This was hilarious.
4: Yeah, they're pretty awful looking, but But I imagine someone will buy them.
6: It's a joke, right? No. No, I I meant like it's a joke to like actually buy them and wear them. Like it would just be something you're doing to be funny. I guess. Um, Also, it has the four-wheel drive thing, but you can't put it in four-wheel drive.
4: What four-wheel drive thing? What are you talking about?
6: The the little thing you can put up top and it goes behind your foot to keep the crock on, you know? Mhm. It has it on here, but you can't even move it. Because it's mm. constantly stuck, you know. You know the I'm Crocs the Crocs have the little thing that is on there and you can flip it back to put it behind your foot to make you sure your croc it. stays on. Yeah. It's
4: on the boot but four wheel drive threw me off, sorry. Yeah.
6: It's on the boot, but you
4: can't move it. You're right, it. it won't it won't actually do anything. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, good point. That's the least of your problems, okay, first of all, if you're wearing those. Uh anyway. Over the week in the box office, The Exorcist Believer twenty seven point two million dollars. Paw Patrol finished second, eleven point eight. Saw ten eight point two million, or Saw X. The Creator and the Blind finished out the top five. The Creator is going to take a bath, I'm afraid, Christian.
6: This is unfortunate.
4: It looked very innovative, but six million bucks this weekend.
6: Yeah, I want to see it, but I guess I'm part of the problem. I'm not going to the theater and seeing it.
4: It is pumpkin spice latte season and eating pumpkin apparently can give you a boost in the bedroom rather than chucking out the flesh when making jack-o'-lanterns this halloween men should be eating it to help prevent erectile dysfunction according to the story the fruit if you didn't know it is one is packed full of nutrients that help prevent high blood pressure one of the biggest causes of ed more than half of men age forty to seventy suffer from ed which makes it difficult well you know what it is anyway i don't want to reading this story verbatim anyway bottom line is eat more pumpkin apparently it's good for your sex life So. That explains why guys get uh, you know kind of uh, excited around Thanksgiving and Christmas. It makes a lot of sense. Very relaxing. That's I had no tough, idea that
5: I'm scooping out. It's kind of disgusting.
4: Yeah, uh, I guess you could probably well, eat very, pumpkin pie.
5: Yeah, it's very it's bland, bland also.
4: Yeah, it does not taste good. But you, I've never made a pumpkin pie from actual pumpkin. I've only made it with the uh, the pumpkin pie filling. I don't also, know.
6: Also, tip: if it has seeds inside, it's a fruit.
4: What about if it has?
6: So peppers seeds
4: outside it's a fruit. Well strawberries don't strawberries have fruit uh, seeds on the outside but it's a fruit I think they also have seeds on the inside though, right? I don't know it's good to know tomato tomato fruit fruit I guess so even though most people don't think of it that term most people think of that as a vegetable yeah it's
6: not it's not like a super sweet fruit it's not what you think of as a fruit but it is
4: no okay let's do birthdays quick and then we can maybe squeeze in a break before uh, we get to the meat of the show today <laughs>
0: Birthday Trivia in the Zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Moralton.
4: Somebody said on uh, Southern Structural Solutions' text line, we're not going to hear the birthday presentation? Doesn't look like it. Sorry. we got work to do. And when David's birthday is sponsored, which it should be, um... We'll do that next time. Maybe for his 70th. All right. Uh, let's get to it. Guys, This uh, we got two players on, Christian?
6: I am We're getting them right now. It is 661-1037. Six,
4: 661-1037. What are we playing for today? I'll tell you what. Let's give away a pair of Ringo Starr All-Star Band tickets. He's playing Thursday night over at Simmons Bank Arena. Yes. Ringo at the arena. Oh, what a beautiful day to be out and about. Hanging out with Ringo, a Beatles... Legend. Legend, yes. This Thursday? This Thursday, Wes. This Thursday. Ringo and his all-star band. That's right. 661-1037. Jeff and Tim, you'll be with Wes and Christian. This guy's an actor. He played the old man quarterback on Necessary Roughness. He was also Dr. Sam Bakula. Oh, no. Scott Bakula. That's right, oh, Christian. Very good. How old is he, Christian? Scott
6: Bakula is uh 67.
4: No, Wes. 66. 69. Uh, Mm. This woman is a uh, TV personality. She's also married to one of the more famous rockers in the history of the world. Emily
6: Anderson. Um,
4: Her husband and she are British. Sharon Osbourne. That's correct, sir. How old is Sharon Osbourne? 77. Nope. 74. 71. Uh, This guy isn't a singer, kind of. He had one song, I think, that charted. Uh, his dad is a Beatle. Was a Beatle. God rest his soul. Oh, Julian Lennon? Nope. The other one? Oh, yeah, you're right. Julian's the one that had the charted one. Yeah, this is Yoko's kid.
6: Oh. um, I can't remember his name.
4: Happy birthday, Sean Lennon, 48. This Hall of Fame NFL linebacker joined us at the Touchdown Club years ago, went to Baylor, and played his entire career Mike for the Singletary. Chicago Bears. He's Mike Singletary West. That is correct. How old is he? Sixty-four. No, Christian. Sixty-five. Bingo, bingo. Uh, this NFL tight end scored three touchdowns last night. i not saying. And went to the University of Iowa. Sam LaPorte. You don't tank for your guy. You answer the question. Say it. Say it. Kittle. Yes, oh, yeah. it is George Kittle. Sorry, how old is he?
6: Twenty nine. No. Kittle is 28.
4: He's 30. You guys let an old man score three times on you. How embarrassing. Pathetic, Cowboys. He only had three catches. Three touchdowns. (laughs) Three catches. Uh, You know, the trick play didn't bother me. But you get down the red zone, you got to keep an eye on Kittle, right? Should. This guy is a former uh, college tight end at the University of Central Arkansas. And a former star at Lakeside High School. He had a cup of coffee with the Cowboys, and I wish him a happy birthday every year on the air. And he never does anything for me. But I still like him. He's tall. He's handsome. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty nice dude, His too. His daughter
5: plays volleyball at Florida State.
4: daughter does play volleyball at Florida State. God, son, I'm... Sam, plays basketball at Lakeside. He's a referee. He, he, is so... a, he is a referee. Actually, he's not a referee, I don't think. No, I think he's uh, at he, a different he position. He hung it off? He's not a, he's a different he's position. Oh, he's a white cat. No, not anymore. That's referee. Oh. He's a different position now. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Anyway, happy birthday, Landon Trusty. You see, Landon today is 42. And last but not least, this Hall of Fame golfer from Sweden won 72 LPGA events, 10 majors, 24 other tournaments internationally. In 2003, she won the uh, she achieved her career Grand Slam. Are you serious right now,
6: Monica Sorensen?
4: Yeah, thank you. Hello. All right, Wes, a bingo bango ties you with Christian. Okay,
5: uh, years ago, was that
4: she's probably 40, 47. All right, no, Christian. 49. She's 53. Christian, you're the winner. Tim, you're going to see Ringo Starr and his all-star band at Simmons Bank Arena.
6: He's bringing his all-star team. That's pretty cool.
4: All-star team, Christian. He's leaving all the scrubs at home. That's right. Back in jolly old Liverpool. He's bringing the all-stars this week, baby. They're rocking and they're rolling at Simmons. And we are, too, into the break. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we will hear from Butch Jones here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club.
5: Lightning Chevrolet right now. Got a great deal for you. They are looking to get rid of all these 2023s because the 2024s are on the way. In fact, some of them already arriving so they're giving you a great deal on the 2023s silverados great financing rates equinox the same thing no payments for the rest of the year that's going on at guatney chevrolet and they're going to give you top dollar for the vehicle you're driving right now they want to make sure you leave there feeling good with a new vehicle the incentives are great go to the website guatneychevrolet.com take a look at all the inventory then Head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Pick out that vehicle you want. Get the deal done. Take advantage of Guati Chevrolet right now. They want to make a deal. Looking for quality used vehicles and still paying top dollar. It's all happening. Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville is Chevrolet.
2: Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their Casasa check-in accounts. With Casasa, earn up to 6% APY, cash rewards with no minimum balance, and refunds on ATM fees. Stop by Alcoa's new branch in Sheridan and open a free Casasa check-in account. Or apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org.
6: Sports Center. In the NFL yesterday, there were a few notable blowouts. We'll start with the Saints, who beat the Patriots 34-0. In the game, Alvin Kamara became New Orleans' all-time leader in touchdowns. The Patriots fell to 1-4 and, and also benched Mac Jones in the game, who was 12-22 for 22 with two interceptions. On Sunday Night Football, the Niners beat the Cowboys 42-10. to 10. San Francisco quarterback Brock Purdy threw four touchdowns in the game, while Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott threw three interceptions. The Niners are 5-0, oh, with the Browns, Vikings, and Bengals closing out the month of October. Tonight, the Packers and Raiders will face off on of Monday Night Football. Kickoff is set for 715. It'll be joined in progress on the Buzz at 8 o'clock. And in Major League Baseball tonight, game two of both NLDS will be in action. First up, the Phillies will take on the Braves with a 1-0 lead in the series at 5-07. Then the Diamondbacks who won Game 1 will take on the Dodgers at 807. Both games can be seen on TBS. I'm
7: Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
5: we're back here with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we're talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And i tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority.
0: the zone in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show, but you can't call. Text six six one one zero three seven and give us your thoughts.
8: My
4: nail tech knows how to keep a little secret. I don't wish for my success. Welcome back
0: to Little Rock Touchdown Club.
4: We'll uh, head inside here when they decide to talk to Butch Jones. Uh, it's twelve twenty one. Thanks for being with us, Christian Weaver. Back in the studio. Westmore just an acre on side here, for the uh, David Basil birthday party. Well, I mean, what do you? Well, we needed like come up with a name. It's like, uh, you know, like they had the Newmanium in the uh, Millennium deal and on Seinfeld with, with Newman, his new Manium party. It's like a mania event here. But anyway, it's a Little
5: Rock Basil Club.
4: Fan opinion: The Razorback football program should strongly consider working a deal with a new Big Twelve and a West Division guaranteed. The new Big 12 is going to be a strong conference and with a big TV deal. We've heard that floated before. I don't think that's very likely, and I don't know that that's the right move. Thoughts? Anyone want to argue to the contrary? No, I think it's silly. Okay. You don't leave the best conference.
5: Right. You don't. It's just, you know how many people would love to be in Arkansas shoes? Just about every team out there.
4: You mean a team that's struggling with an offensive line that so can't? That's getting do?
5: paid sixty million dollars. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You're acting like it's all about the money, Wes. Gosh, is all you care about? I use Peacock and Paramount Plus more than anything. Says this person from the five hundred one. That's another question of the day. What is your top streaming option? Uh, this person says, "Do you guys really think Sam gets to keep his job if he goes four and eight? You sure about that? I'm not sure of anything, but I would bet that yeah. he gets to keep his job at four so. and eight. Yeah. I also think it's very likely that they end up four and eight. But I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure. What do you think that record's going to be? You, um, th- you think they're going to win all their 50-50 games. I don't.
5: I think, they still, no, I think they still have a chance to go to a bowl. I do. Uh, that I means think, they
4: have to win all their 50-50 games.
5: Mississippi State. Yep, 50-50. That would be three wins. Okay. And then have the bye.
6: Florida's four.
5: Auburn 50/50,
4: five. 50-50. I don't think
5: Auburn
6: or Mississippi State's 50-50. I do. Their um, offense is better than Arkansas's.
5: No, Auburn's not.
6: I don't know. Uh, I, think Ar- I think Arkansas may have the least yards in the SEC.
5: They might after the last two weeks. Yeah. <laughs>
6: um, then
5: FIU, that's six. And then Missouri's and would be seven.
4: But you're assuming they're going to win all those no, games. Not that They're gonna all. Be...
6: They,
5: they got still have a mulligan.
4: They have to win so three two out of ones.
6: one? Yeah. Or three out of four, I mean?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. two out of three, three out of four, whatever. Because the Florida international game, I'm going to chalk it up. Yeah. Even more so than I would have the BYU game. So I'll give you that. Um, I don't know.
6: I think 5 and is best case scenario.
4: Christian, oh yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't know. I mean, it's certainly doable. I mean, the games are on the schedule, and they could certainly win them. I just don't think it's very likely. I think
5: 5 and is likely. Okay. But yeah, no, it's, I'm not giving up on yeah, the Yeah, no, I agree.
4: No. I mean, it's not completely out of the realm of possibilities. That's dumb to say that. I wouldn't say that. Hey, tonight on the uh, Buzz and Buzz 2 you got uh, Ray Tucker's Outdoor Show tonight on The Buzz and over on Buzz 2. Nathan Brown recapping uh, the ridiculous comeback from the Bears uh, t- tonight on Buzz 2. Uh, and we're going to be joined tonight by Cam Godfrey, who is one of his safeties, and also... Uh, who did he tell me off? Oh, uh, Miles Butler, who had a great game. Two touchdowns keying that comeback for the Bears in their victory over southeast Missouri. Let's head inside. Which Jones, the featured speaker here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, addressing the club. And I think
8: that speaks volumes for you of who you stand for and who you are. So thank you for this opportunity. Um, you know... Always look forward to this time of the year, coming here and speaking at the Touchdown Club. It started back in Cincinnati and then Tennessee. And I still remember when uh, our chief of staff came in at Tennessee and said, you know, you've been invited to uh, speak at the touchdown club in little rock and this is something you need to do because this is probably the premier touchdown club in the country and uh... so you know when you see all these head coaches speak and, and give thanks to david you know everything's about a vision so thank you and i'm just i'm excited to be a small part of it and look forward to this so thank you uh, and again thank you for coming out and kinda share with you kinda where we're at and then i'd rather just answer questions and kinda Uh, Let you lead me to where you want to go, whether it's the dynamics of college football or everything that's going on. But um, like you saw in the video, it's really exciting times at Arkansas State. Uh, Last week, we didn't play up to our standard that we've created. Uh, and Everything is about playing up to a standard. We compete against a standard every single day. We don't compete against an opponent, but we compete up to our standard. And um, we weren't able to do that. We played the defending league champion. And uh, they had 18 returning starters and all juniors and seniors. And, you know, we came in there and, and everything is a growth and a learning opportunity. And I'll speak about that in a minute. But we're 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Our three losses have uh, come uh, against opponents that their combined record is 14-3. and three. We were the ones that discovered that Oklahoma is for real. And uh so that was a great learning experience, which I'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, but when I talk about the excitement that's surrounding our program in Jonesboro, we've had 35 different starting combinations this year. And out of those 35 starting combinations, 21 of them are in their first or second year in our program. Uh, we only have 11 seniors on our football team. And so when you talk about... Uh, being a young football team we're the third youngest football team in America and I always refer to this as really fact check wise this is year two of our program Um, year one there's a lot of individuals that that helped lay the groundwork one of them is Jacob Still who is here he understands what we're building he he was a part of that also uh, into year two but uh, there's only eight players on our roster right now that were on our team when we came here. And one of them is a long snapper, and one of them is Corey Rucker, who left the program, went to South Carolina, and came back. So when I talk about building a program from ground zero and being an expansion team, that's what we were, but that's the reason why I took this job is – I'm a builder. I love building something. I love building cultures. I love going through the phase of instant gratification and saying, no, we're going to do it the right way. And I think in today's world of college football, it's ever changing because of a thing called the transfer portal. And uh, we pride ourselves in being a developmental program. And so we're going to win first and foremost with recruiting the high school student-athlete, and then we'll supplement through the portal. And, you know, everyone says different things, but, you know, we at Alabama it was awesome because, you know, we're in a staff room, an offensive staff room that had uh, – a lot of individuals that were very talented and everyone wanted at some point in time speak their opinion and I spoke about it last year so whenever somebody would speak their opponent or their opinion we would say fact check and we would have to do a fact check to make sure that their opinion was right on it was factual well we've had two number one recruiting classes in the Sun Belt we've had two top five recruiting classes in the group of five and so we've really really made a commitment to uh, recruiting the high school student athlete and we just felt that we needed a foundation of young talent to be able to grow and develop you know everything is about is a cumulative effect and we call it banked reps is how many repetitions do you have over the course of time and that's how you grow and that's how you develop we went into the Troy game their starting quarterback had 33 career starts our starting quarterback was making his third so those are all bank reps and you learn from those experiences and moving forward uh... so there's an exciting time we played seventy seven total players and sixty nine percent of those again are in their first and second year so every rep you take is monumental in building your culture building your mindset building the standard which you're going to compete to uh, on a daily basis but you know i go back and i look at going into the oklahoma game and you know what you saw on video was not the same team that you saw in person because of the transfer portal and uh Brent has done a great job there but you know, I like when I go on, when we go on the road, we don't have recruiting. So what I like to do is I like to go sit on the sidelines and I like to watch the mentality of our team and the opposing team by which they come out on the field uh, prior to pregame warm-ups, how they go through their routine, the look in their eyes, the professionalism, the mindset, the size of them. I like to watch their demeanor and everything that they do. And when I watch their quarterback come out, uh, it was a business-like approach. I watched a couple of their offensive linemen coming out, and I'm like, this, this has the makings to be a pretty good football team. When well, we experienced how good they were, I thought we got ambushed. Uh, we were an extremely young football team. We were very immature. I don't think we truly, and I told this to our team, we didn't truly understand the dynamics of big-time college football. And all the things that they had heard in the off season, all the things that you know a relatively young head football coach was going through, and that team had a different look and a different approach to them and it was eye opening because uh I'm going to invite you to when you watch a game, most fans follow the ball, that's why they always blame the quarterback that's why cuz you're always watching the ball. Watch the game of football and don't watch the ball. Watch the lines of scrimmage. Watch how the receivers block on the perimeter. Watch all those different things and you'll watch the game of football completely different. We use a term called style of play. And you know, every head coach has a brand, has a personal brand. And I spoke about this last year, but it changed my life. I was in my second year at Cincinnati, and I'm walking with our team chaplain. And he stops, and he says, what's the Butch Jones brand? They hired you to be the head coach. What do you stand for? What's your brand? And I had never thought about that. And it's just like every CEO, every leader, David, what's their brand? Every administrator, what do you stand for? And uh, I was taken back, and I've never forgot that conversation. And I'm always asking, what's the Butch Jones brand? What's the Arkansas State brand? Well, our my brand has never changed. It starts with a discipline. It starts with effort. It starts with connectivity. That's what we call our style of play, the effort. Um, If I ever have a coach that tells me I don't need to coach effort, he can't coach for me because you have to coach effort on every single snap. And I think that's one of the missing things in high school football. It's one of the missing things in college football is we define effort 4-6, to A to B. What does that mean? The average football play lasts four seconds. Count it out when you watch a game. Our standard, and Jacob will tell you, is you gotta play four to six seconds as hard as you can and play go from point A to point B as fast as you can. And we grade that. We grade that with everything that we do. And so for us right now, being a young football team, our effort, our style of play, has to be greater than our talent level. And when we've done that, we've had great success. So I go back to the Oklahoma game, everything that we stress in our program, four to six, A to B style of play, finish, a mentality, finish with a shove, finish with a push, they did that. And so you know, in today's world, uh, everything is social media. So I knew we had a chance when I had no idea this occurred. So we get back to Jonesboro after the Oklahoma game. We lose 72 to nothing, and I knew they were a good football team. And Bob Stoops had come and saw me before the game. We're in the locker room, and one of our equipment managers comes and says, Coach, there's some guy named Bob Stoops that wants to talk with you. And so we his son was playing, he's a receiver, my son's a receiver, so him and his wife came and we had a we talked for about thirty minutes. We talked about the world of college football. We talked about why I came to Arkansas State. You know, the first thing he says to me is he says, Butch, why the hell would you do this? Where you've been, why did you want to tackle this challenge and so I went through everything and why I took the job all the different things so anyways we talked about that and and he knew they were going to be a good football team but anyways my point is this I knew our culture was working because we lose 72 to nothing we get back to Jonesboro and our team calls a team meeting with no coaches and you know what they did they went in the weight room when nobody was watching at 930 at night and they worked out for an hour, led by our leadership group. Coaches weren't there. I had no idea this happened until Monday. So I knew culturally we had a chance. And then I get a call from PJ Fleck, and he's like, hey, I'm just checking on you. And I tell them what happened. He said, Butch, you won. Your culture just kicked in. So you know you're down the right path. And so we go in. And I showed them Oklahoma's style of play. And I said, is this not what we're trying to get? Is this not what we talk about on a day-to-day basis? And after that, our team started to change. They started to actually believe, because they saw their opponent doing what we talk about every single time in terms of effort, mentality, style of play. In which and with which you play the game, and so I thought right there, uh, we started to change. So you know we've gone through an evolution of learning how to win. What does it take to play winning football? Play in and play out. So we get on a three-game winning streak, and our evolution now is not now learning how to win is learning how to handle winning because now all of a sudden what you put on video is what your opponents see so they see a team that plays exceptionally hard they see a team that has a little bit of grit to themselves they see a team that has a little bit of effort so you're not sneaking up on anybody and so now it's learning how to handle winning and learning how to continue to grow and learn from them those lessons so I thought our culture took a, a a big step and you know everyone talks about culture in the word culture and I spoke about it last year you have to fight for your culture every single day but a culture is not to make people feel good you think about a lot of the things that you want in life and in your culture and to feel good those aren't the behaviors that help you win the culture is to demand and drive the things that will help you win That's the difference. So when our players went back to Jonesboro and started working out on their own together as a team, those are the behaviors that drive winning. That was exciting to me. Um, And there's got to be some discomfort in order to grow. You don't grow being comfortable. You have to learn how to enjoy being uncomfortable at times. And that was uncomfortable. And so, again, that was a step in the right direction. But really, when we talk about, for us, our culture and the behaviors that drive winning, there's really four things to it. Uh, We call it our DNA. It's who we are. It's our makeup. And it starts with toughness. Um, And there's three levels of toughness. There's physical, there's mental, and there's emotional. And probably the most important toughness, to be honest with you, is emotional. Because in today's world of social media and all the things that go into it, you have to have emotional restraint. You have to have emotional toughness. Everybody thinks that their opinion matters. Everybody thinks that they want to express their opinion, but that's where the fact check comes in. And so that toughness is big. I think the next thing is what we call connection. So I'm going to give you another tidbit. When you go watch your favorite college football team play on Saturday, now you're not just watching the ball, but watch how connected they are as a football team. How can you tell? It's how they embrace each other. High fives, chest bumps, all those things. Go watch a YouTube video. It's Steve Nash. It'll change your life. Watch it and they talk about when he won the NBA MVP, he wanted to lead the league in in touches. Not with assists, touching the ball. It was high fives, chest bumps, fist bumps, all that. Hopefully when you watch our team play, you see a heavily connected team. We chart how many connections we have. When we went to uh, UMass and played We had over 2,200 connections. We video our sideline at home. And we have a guy that watches our sideline. They watch our connection. They watch our juice. They watch our energy. That's all part of it. And so when we talk about maintaining and building momentum in a football game, a lot of that is connection. So that's the second piece to our DNA. The third piece is our resiliency. You know? The ebbs and flows of a football game, the ebbs and flows of life. How resilient are you? And then I think the, third, the fourth thing, which is as important as the other three, is our composure you know again it gets back to that emotional toughness piece that I talked about so all four of our parts of our DNA are all intertwined and you're starting to see a football team you are starting to see a football program that's really starting to believe in that DNA Uh, we have a lot of individuals from the state of Arkansas that are helping us win right now Jaquez Cross and Zach Wallace are one two punch at the running back position they're both from the great state of Arkansas and then we made a, a, a A real commitment to recruit this state. We took more players this past year than we've ever had at Arkansas in terms of uh, scholarship players and Cedric Hawkins, DeAndre Burns, uh, McKellen Thomas is an older player in our program now, but Brandon Growl, Sammy Johnson, those are some, you know, and more to come that are really making an impact in our football program. I'm really excited about our freshman class. Uh, they have challenged our older players, they're extremely competitive. So we have great two foundational pieces in moving forward and everyone wants to talk about Jalen Um He's got a long ways to go but I will tell you this, he's different, um, he's different. He does things that are beyond his age right now. Uh, we do a thing where we stretch and then we break down every time we go to practice and uh, we do a wolf's up we clap and we start practice well the individual week two was Jalen Raynor leading it we have our captains out front we do weekly captains Jalen Raynor just naturally starts up front and so our players believe in him and and I I had a coach tell me this and I kinda as a young coach you, you kinda try to take all the information you can he said Butch you won't you won't pick the starting quarterback your team will pick the starting quarterback and I've all, I've never forgot that and our team picked the starting quarterback because they believe in him now he has to continue to grow and mature and there's going to be freshman moments we had a few of those this past Saturday but he's extremely poised uh, mature beyond his age and we're going to need to continue to him to grow so again happy birthday Uh, I appreciate y'all allowing Arkansas State to be a part of this. Uh, We're very prideful of what we're building. Uh, I think when we build it, it's going to be a great illustration in college football of staying the course. You know, everybody wants to make changes. Everybody wants to move on. And really, you look at the programs, they've stood the test of time. They've been built over time. Nobody's... Wavered. Nobody spit the bit out. Everybody just keeps grinding their way through it. And you look up, and you have something that you're extremely uh, prideful and very proud to be a part of. So I'm proud to be a part of Arkansas State. I'm proud to be part of this great state. And I promise you, is, is we're, we've gone through some growing pains. But... We're building something that's going to be able to last for a very long time, and it's something that everyone in this state will be extremely proud of. So thank you, and I'll answer any couple, questions. A couple quick questions before we let you go, Coach. And I um, kind of want a piece of that cake, too.
3: <laughs> I've already had a couple so of bites. So for
8: your 61st birthday, I expect to be back here. <laughs> <laughs> And
3: on the side of the hog is also going to be a red one. So <laughs> that's split a deal. That cake that's me. a deal. So. That we will get that done. I uh, did want to ask you real quick. Uh, you guys have, you know, you, make the, you know, I think you could easily say you have the nicest facilities in the conference, I think. I mean, it's well, fa- I'm going to give you a fact check on that, we spoke about that. Is And Jeff
8: and I, it's been great because we've been able to go around and see all the facilities. And I think that's, when you look at the Sun Belt, it is one of the most competitive conferences in all of college football, not just Group of Five. And, you know, Jeff was 15 years at Alabama. He knows what the SEC is about. Uh, I've spent the last nine years in the SEC. So we understand it. The Sun Belt is like the SEC. And there's been commitment to every program has improved their facilities to where they're now the top notch group of five but it will rival power five facilities so when you really look at i'm glad you brought this up the sun belt is no longer the fun belt what it was it used to be you'd tune in and you'd win 52 to 51 and you'd outscore people well i mind you that the defending league champion troy gave up 17 points a game and it's really turned into a physical line of scrimmage league, but everybody has made commitments across the board in terms of their facilities and then there's another thing now that's changed the landscape of college football called NIL name, image, and likeness, and that continues to change as well.
3: Yeah, that's what, that was my next question. I don't know you have the facilities, but t- talk. some people may not realize that they hear a lot about the Power 5 NIL, but Group of 5, uh, your collective is called the Impact Club. Talk about that now, you know how it relates to your program for folks who don 't know much about maybe the levels of yes. money that 's involved with the group of volunteers. Well and I appreciate you bringing it up and we actually spoke about it last year at this time when I spoke
8: is we said that the uh, name image and likeness that was affecting the SEC, affecting the Power Five, was going to start now to affect the group of five, and it's never more evident than what we're going through right now. There's no difference than what Arkansas is going through, what Alabama's going through, what Tennessee's going through. It's the same dynamics, and I think really it gets to, every coach talks about it, it's the fan bases and the commitment to winning. Who wants to win the most is going to be the teams that win, because it's really kind of crazy. Created an equal playing field in terms of recruiting now it used to be a young man would pick a school for the education uh, for the relationships with the coaches and some of that's still true but really it's now affected by name image and likeness so we do have a club called the impact club uh, it's impactclub.com but it's spelled I M P C A K-T. and anyone we have uh, different levels you can give even to where it's like a uh, Netflix subscription of twenty dollars a month, all that adds up because it's directly impacting the Sun Belt and our football team and every football program across the country.
3: Uh, I thought we used, you know with this you heard this today, coach, There were a couple of comments from my former coaches, and uh, I played for Lou Holtz and Ken Hatfield both great coaches. I don't know if you guys picked up when Sully introduced coach earlier, but you coached Antonio Brown. Alvin Kamara, uh, and you uh, coach Travis and Jason Kelsey. Let's take a picture real quick. So uh, there's the Kelsey boys right yep. there at Cincinnati. Um, next picture, that's, uh, that's uh, Travis there. And then the next picture, these are the first two guys, right, coach to ever, first brothers to ever play against each other in a Super Bowl, which was outstanding. And, uh, and then the next picture, of course, he's become now the most famous. <laughs> The most famous player in the NFL, uh, and I didn't know that uh, Jessica actually brought this up to me, Coach. That the story of of him and what you when you came in that first year, what you had to do with him, and what happened, got suspended, busted with marijuana. For those that don't know, maybe tell that story because apparently he said the other day on social media how much you meant to him and the impact you had on his life and career. Well, I will tell you this. After the speaking about the Oklahoma experience, the first person, the first
8: text message I received after that game was from Travis. Um, so we talk a lot. He's like a son to me. And uh, the story's long, but ESPN kind of came in and did a 30 for 30. But in a nutshell, uh, when I got the Cincinnati job... Uh, they had just gone gone to the Sugar Bowl, and they drug test, and it's well out there. And Travis failed the drug test, and he was kind of a backup quarterback. He fancied himself as a quarterback. So we came in, and here's this kid I didn't know anything about that was a walk on that was suspended. And so more getting to know him, and Jason was our starting center. And I will tell you this, Jason is the greatest big brother you will ever meet, and Travis is scared to death of Jason, okay, just so you all know. Jason runs everything. But, uh, you know, we had a a year to work together, and I kept telling him, you could be an NFL tight end, you could be an NFL tight end. But I tell our team all the time, and he has spoken to our team, uh, if anybody in life can change, Antonio Brown changed uh, when he came to Central Michigan. Our program worked and Travis Kelsey changed and now he's the face of the National Football League. But long story short, um, he had failed multiple drug tests, just made bad decisions. And I was at a basketball game with my wife and my kids and I didn't like who he was hanging with and I didn't like what was going on. So I called him in. And uh, I called Jason and told him he was done. He was suspended. He was done with our football program, and he needed to move on. And Jason broke down and said, Coach, you can't give up on him. Um, he's going to go back to Cleveland, and he's not going to make it. Coach, you've got to believe in him. Coach, I will get him right. I said, okay, well, he's going to have to live with you. But anyways, I called Travis in, and I said, you're done and he broke down and then I said but you can earn your way back on the football team you have to have a 3.0 this spring semester and he looked at me and said coach I never had a 3.0 in my life (laughs) and I said not only do you have to have a 3.0, you can't miss one class, and I am going to check your classes, but you don't know when I'm going to show up, when I'm not going to show up. Well, long story short, he had like a 3.2, 3.3. We brought him back on the team, played, and then Jason graduated, went to the National Football League, and we have a group of Navy SEALs at always comes in and trains our football team and in 24 hours they have always told me who the leaders of our football team are and they've never been wrong and I'll never forget it they come in and they said butch the leader of your football team you're you're not gonna wanna hear it is (laughs) Travis Kelsey I said there's no way in hell that he's the leader of our football team they said coach he's got influence he's your leader and you know what they were right it's the greatest senior year i've ever had a player have. and before every game the officials would come over to me and he wore number eighteen and they would say butch you need to control eighteen now he likes to play through the echo of the whistle and i would smile and i knew we we'd won the game because mentally we had intimidated our opponent already because they were complaining about him and i love him to death he deserves everything that he gets Uh, I'm tired of all the Taylor questions. That's kind of his (laughs) choice. Um, But we talk frequently
3: and just I can't say enough about him. Uh, a coach, you've been here in Arkansas three years. Anything you've learned about the state that you didn't know when you came in the first year, whether regions, area, people, anything you've learned about the state? That... I think you're constantly learning.
8: Um, yeah, first of all, it starts with people.
4: All right, got to hit a break here. So we appreciate uh, Coach Jones. Good stuff up there. Give gave a long speech to the club and then a little Q&A with David, uh, the birthday boy. So we will take a break. It's 1252. When we come back, we'll check in with John Neighbors next week. West is just point now, Jackie Sherrill will be here, the legendary coach at the Little Arc- Touchdown Club. Look forward to that. We're going to take a break and be back and wrap things up. Hand it off to the guys from Out of Bounds. Got a couple of news and notes we'll share with you in a bit.
8: The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McLarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary.
4: Right now, get the brand-new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand-new Ford F-150s. Better prices,
7: even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today, off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com.
5: At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC.
0: This is
4: Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So when you're in need of a lumber yard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier, or online at witdavis.com.
6: If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland
2: Home. Roger Scott. I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in. They're going to analyze your packaging and shipping and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David brightenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number: five zero one six one seven four six zero zero. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not. Using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Of course. You
5: have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown. But there's only one, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. Still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine, and a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, and room for large parties with reservations, Dizzy's will have you coming back again. Again and again since 1995 Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro Dizzy'sLR.com
6: Justin West returned to Bell & Sward in Conway this Friday broadcasting from their new bigger location right across the street from the old location on Oak Street in downtown Conway. The Zone live in Conway this Friday at Bell & Sward
0: the Zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show, but you can't call. Text 661-1037 and give us your thoughts. If I wrote you a symphony, just to say how much you mean to me. You do. If I told you, hey.
4: we, we just got a little news. Pretty excited about it. Is it okay? You think to let the cat out of the bag? Yeah. John Neighbors, is it? No, I'm kidding. Anyway, he's in the studio. That's good news, though. But we just ran into uh, a friend of ours, and we found out that uh, Devo Davis will be back with us for basketball season this year. That is outstanding. So happy to hear it. I love Devo. So it'll be good to get his perspective this season. Sixth year for Devo in the zone. Sounds like it. Feels like it. probably is. It probably feels like 100 to him. But anyway, uh, we're looking forward to that. So uh, anyway, there you go. Stay tuned. We'll find out who else is going to be doing uh, hoops. Don't forget tonight, guys, Powerball jackpot, $1.55 $1.55 I did forget. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, that's right. Uh, so there you go. And I uh, I intend to make a solid offer to buy the station if, in fact, I win the Powerball, which will guarantee you all jobs tomorrow.
6: That's yeah, Kevin true. Kelly uh, yeah. offered to buy off Pay my off
4: mortgage. Mortgage,
6: yeah. I'm going to hold yeah. him to that.
4: If he wants. God, that's the least he can do for me. I mean, I need a whole lot more than that. I need, some, I need a few jet, jet plane trips. Anyway, what do you say, John? What's the word?
1: Oh, not too much. That would be the first thing you would buy? I mean, if you had all that money?
4: I don't know if it would be first, but it would be way up there. And that's assuming that they would sell it to me in the first place. Oh,
1: I, th- I, I just like want
4: to make sure you guys are all set.
1: Yeah, well, know. no, I understand that. I think... I'd Most people here would probably be more like the office space quote of what they would do with a million dollars. So, um, But, yeah, still, it's admirable of you to do that. Uh, Here on Out of Bounds today, it's a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, so we'll react to everything over the sports weekend. And uh, now we'll hear from Sam Pittman from after the game, but also from his press conference today, some of the things he had to discuss and why Arkansas's offense is so broken. So we'll try to do our best to dive into that. We'll recap the college football weekend and the NFL weekend and even some Major League Baseball playoffs as well. And it's going to be a great reaction Monday, so stay tuned for it.
4: I'm so glad the Jets came through for you, John, so you had something to be happy about. Yeah,
1: thing, and it's it? great. Yeah, they, they beat a team that sucks, so we least yep. there's progress.
4: Well, there you go. Okay, stay tuned. Out of Bounds coming up next, a very analytical, John Neighbors. Very serious, serious business today, folks.